Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast. Yes, please. My name is Ray Peacock. Oh, hello. My name is Ed Gamble. The Gamble bit of the Peacock and Gamble podcast, Edinburgh podcast. Where are you from originally? Uh, Russia. No, where are you from originally? Come on, London. London, born and raised in London. And the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. Yep. And I was born in Warrington General Hospital. Yeah. Um, but went to school, uh, senior school in St Helens. So. Make up your own mind about that. Anyway, what's this all about? It's a blooming podcast. That's right. What's wrong with you, mate? Just doing it like welcoming new new listeners in. Mate, we've established if there's any new listeners, just go back to the first one because you're not going to understand any of this. Yeah. And if you do understand it, you go, well, they're being idiots and it's probably going to get on your nerves. Yeah, you will. So go back, learn to love us throughout the episodes. And then this one will be fine, okay? And you're, and you're, stop and welcome back. Welcome uh, you've back. Been back. You've listened to all those first ones. Uh, we gave him a chance, don't we? Yeah, we gave him a chance. So Ray is spooning cold lemon water and honey into his mouth because yeah. he's ill. It's got a bit of whiskey in there, I'll tell you the uh, truth. It's got a bit of whiskey in there. And I said, well, you should have a hot hot lemon and whiskey drink. Hot lemon and whiskey and honey. Hot toddy. No, he's, he's had it cold, which negates most of the medicinal qualities. Why does it? Because it's supposed to be warm for your throat. It's supposed to just keep your throat nice. But I often have just lemon juice straight from the lemon. Yeah, and how Ladies. Old, How often are you ill? Me, loads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah very sickly. Man. Yeah, very very poorly. Um, I'm not, because I'm, qu- I'm always quite robustly ill. What do you mean? Well, I'm not li- really one for just hanging about going, oh, I don't feel very You are a bit, mate. No, I'm not. You are, When mate. I get ill, mate, I'm like, oh, shit. I've yeah. got to do the show, but I feel like I'm going to collapse. But I'm ill. I'm really ill. Come on, do the show, do the show. No, there's no there's no do the show. It's, oh, okay, I'll come and do the show. I did, I let's did the show. Let's do the show. I did the show very well last night, even though you I was You did it in a backless gown. That is part of just letting the audience know that you're poorly and how well you are working. <laughs> you did do very well last night. You were very poorly, but you did the show very well. Clap, clap, nice boy. You said you could tell I was ill. I could tell, but no one else could. No. I could tell because some of the bits that you usually are, do, giddy and energetic and shouty, you did a little bit quieter. Oh, Really, was I really subdued? Was I? I'm sorry. I no, but it was it. still really funny. You did them in a funny way, but you actually just did them a little bit differently, and that you probably took them down a couple of yeah, a couple of shouting levels. Just couldn't shout last night. Yeah, right? well, that's fine. That's allowed. Listen to this. <laughs> oh. oh god. Right, that's half of the people have turned off now. Half of that was cocaine. Yeah, I know, mate. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, really. About isn't thirty it? quid down there. I'm my own worst enemy if you if you like it, Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> So, we're in the home straight. Yeah, home straight. Seven more shows left for us. Podcast-wise, we're looking at... We've got Al Murray coming up. Yeah, Al Murray. Well, I mean, and we're going out on a limb saying this because... Yeah, he should be coming. Al Murray, we're interviewing tomorrow. Yeah. But you never know, do you not? You Nick know? Helm, we're interviewing tonight. Something might happen in the pub. Yeah, exactly. And the, yeah, the pub where he runs. Yeah, my little fire or something. Uh, Nick Helm, we're interviewing, mate. Yeah. Waiting to hear back from Les Dennis. Waiting to hear back from Les Dennis, amazingly. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, so if that doesn't happen, that'll be disappointing. Now we've said that. Oh yeah, we've put it in now as well. Yeah. Oh well, it, it's Les Dennis has let you down, not us. Yeah. So Iman. Email, email him anyway. Yeah. Speaking of him, email Iman. Iman. He's, yeah. he's another one. Not David Bowie's wife. No. Um, I'm a comedian man. He's a little bloke. He's a little bloke, isn't he? Yeah. How, how big is he? Thumb. I mean, that's not a ridiculous exaggeration. No. Is it? No. Well. It's yeah. about. <laughs> it's that big. 
Yeah. Is that big? The thumb thing? on one of those novelty foam things that you get at Gladiators. How, how big is that, do you reckon? Probably two, two uh, a beer barrel. If you've ever worked in a pub, that's probably about It's a not beer as big barrel. as a beer barrel. Don't you think? I know that for a fact because I was speaking to him the other night and I was leaning on one of those beer bar- barrels yeah. in the Gilded Garden. Yeah. And he certainly wasn't. Oh, no, no, I don't. I mean, modern metal ones, the little squat oh, the little ones, ones that you'd have in the cellar of a pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. Enough. Lager barrel, yeah. Well, why are we judging the man by his size? Yeah. He's got plenty of story to tell and he'll be coming up on the podcast in a bit. Yeah, if he texts me back. But to Today, we have Mick Miller and Jimmy Cricket. Now, yeah. if that means nothing to you, then you may as well switch off now because I'm not interested. No, no. If, if that means nothing to you, that probably means you're below the age of 38. Right, that's, I don't know if that's fair. Right, <laughs> Mick Miller and Jimmy Cricket. So, Jimmy Cricket, both, both been big stars, really. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Cricket had his own Saturday night show for many years. Um, I think it was ITV or BBC One. Right. It was one of the channels. One of the big channels. Because there weren't any of us at that point. Yeah. He was fantastic, and he, uh, uh, an Irish gentleman who uh, had a catchphrase, and there's more. Is he Irish or Northern Irish? Northern Irish, is he? I don't know. Yeah. Irish. They're, they're all Sounds Irish. Sounds Northern Irish to me, mate. They're all Irish. Oh, well, let's not make uh, that call on the podcast. Why? Because, um, I don't know if you know, people have uh, people have got themselves into a right old tizzy about that in the past. Have they? Yeah, they have, mate. Have they? Yeah. But surely if you're from the island of Ireland, you're Irish. Oh, right, let's leave that. Why? Mate, what do you... Right, leave it. No! Do you think Northern Irish people, do you think there's some, there might be some who consider themselves Irish and then some who consider themselves British? Right. And they've, I, I'll be honest, it's it's come to fisticuffs in the past. Has it? Well, who, who are we blaming? Who's right? Who's wrong? Well, we're not, we're not, we're not falling on either side of We could sort this out right now. No, we couldn't. Who's right? Are they British or are they Irish? Go I know on. this is all funny, 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 but there will be people getting, even people who really like us getting genuinely Genuine pissed off about it, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, um. I think that's silly. Yeah. So Jimmy Cricket is on today, yeah. uh, as well as Mick Miller. Now, Mick Miller, uh, you would uh, probably know him if you saw him. Very distinctly known him if you saw him, yeah. Oh, you would. You'd recognise him. He's, yeah, yeah. he's got a tattoo saying Mick Miller right on his head. Right across his forehead. Yeah. Balling at the front, long hair down the back. Yeah. I would argue his most famous routine is the Noddy routine. where yeah. he look that up on YouTube if you'd like. It's amazing. Just do that. In fact, turn this off now and go and watch it, and then come back to it. Uh, he, he basically does the story of Noddy as the presenter is drunk on the yeah, radio. it's really funny. I do like it an awful lot. Yeah. Um, so we spent a bit of time with Mick and Jimmy. Yeah, that was um, nice. And then a bit of time later on. Yeah. As well. Yeah. We should tell you a little addendum. Uh, there's a guy called Chaps and Bear, who's a comic. Yeah. Who does his entire act as a bear. Right, I think he's my favourite actor of the Fringe this year. <laughs> like, I've genuinely, and I'm not even in an ironic way, I genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. And he just goes, I went to France yesterday. Everyone went crazy because I'm a bird. Wagga 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 wagga. So anyway, that's a bit of his material that yeah. I shouldn't really do. But yeah. there you go. And uh, I introduced Mick, to, Mick Miller to him, and we said, "This is uh, Laurie the guy who does him." And he, he does his act as a bear, and we carried on talking for a bit. And then Ed said, "Mick hasn't spoken for five minutes." Well, Mick's face was just the perfect picture of confusion when we were explaining the act. Yeah, because ne- I mean, it was too opposite end of the scale. Yeah, totally. Laurie, Laurie dresses as a bear and does his act. This is Mick. He's uh, pretty much as as straightforward a sort of pure northern comic as you can be. Yeah, inventive though. Yeah. And and Ed said, you've not spoken for five minutes. And Mick went, I'm thinking. <laughs> and, uh, and Laurie had finished his run in Edinburgh and said he was going home. And, uh, and Mick went, I've been at him. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. nice. I wish you could have been there, but you couldn't. Yeah. I'm just going to put the interview on. I think we should put it on because it was a really nice interview. I'm not feeling well. I really enjoyed myself. Ray's not feeling well. <laughs> 
I, for some reason, hang on, mate. Just having a bit of me cold toddy. Okay. Personally, I am sweating my nuts off right now. In here? Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely boiling. It is, yeah. A proper sauna. God knows what's going to happen when Les Dennis is in here. He won't come, will he? Oh, he won't come. Right, apparently he's not going to come, so... Um... Mick introduced me to him. Yeah. He's a nice bloke, Les Dennis. Yeah. See, this now is just... Doubt on me into, again. This has just turned into sort of gentle anecdotes that sound like they're from 1982. Doesn't it, like? Yeah. <laughs> I, in oh, the... Mick, I was in... Uh, I was in Performers Bar. And then uh, Mick Miller introduced me to Les Dennis. Les Dennis. <laughs> a, a young comic, Les Dennis. <laughs> right, so this is the interview. I'm going to go and have a shower just because I've sat in here for two minutes. Ray's going to go and have a little sleep. Uh, and uh, I don't think I'm going to sleep. I think I'm going to... I might stay in this room. Okay. And just sweat it all out. I sweat it out, That's yeah. quite a good plan, actually. Yeah, cheers, man. Okay, here's the interview. Here's Mick and Jimmy. Mick and Jimmy! Peacock and Gamble, Peacock and Gamble. So we're here with Jimmy Cricket and Mick Miller. Hooray! Which oh, is how are we? really weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really, really weird. Yes, uh, that you're still alive. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what, Jimmy? We've got a weird um, thing going on here because I'm old enough, but Ed's not old enough. Ah, so it's that generation thing then. What's going to happen? To be properly familiar. Yeah. So, oh, so right, I, so right. I'm very familiar with you both. Right. And Ed's only 14, so he's... Uh, <laughs> less for you, the short pants give it away, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you still know who they are. Yeah, you still, absolutely. You're aware of their work. Yes, well, you're tripping over posters, really, aren't you? You have had amazing poster coverage, by the way. Yeah. Have you managed yeah. to write? You've managed to write in Edinburgh, is that right? Last night. Uh, I've been here since Thursday. Yes. Oh, have you? Okay, yeah, cool. Thursday, yeah. Right. And have you gigged right. in, the, in the days in between? No, no, I just uh, caught up with a few friends, Terry Alderton and yeah. uh, Steve Shenansky and... Uh... Have you seen Maxwell yet? Oh, yes, saw Maxwell the other night. Yeah, because yeah, I was... He's not growing. No, he's not, is he? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, his poster's bigger than him. <laughs> 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 Genuinely, yeah. yeah. That was amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a weird... That was one of, the, one of the most beautiful things on television, I think, that ever happened. And it, it wasn't sort of a massive show because of what, what where the show was and yeah. where it was programmed and that. But looking back, Kings of Comedy now, which you were on with with Andrew, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, of course like Jenny Godley and uh, Scott Capurro was, yeah. was in there for a while. Steve Booth was in there. Your friendship, Mick, with Andrew Maxwell was one of the loveliest things I've ever watched unfold because it, that show was set up in a really cynical way. Yeah. It was set up. He was trying to kill the old guys off, basically. Do you think it was? I think it was. But right. We sorted it because right. we were going on, and I mean, Stan Borman stands a bit of a you know a dinosaur. He can't get on with it. He doesn't get it at all. No. <laughs> Stan doesn't get it. He'll admit it. But that was a fun to watch. There's no idea what's happening. <laughs> we did a gig uh, about three months ago in New Brighton. It was um, it was the old comedians, but we had questions and answers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Johnny Vegas come. Johnny Vegas said, "I play his dad in Ideal." He said, I've got a question. Which comedian stroke actor from the St. Helens area is, is the best? Right. <laughs> did, you, did you say me? Because <laughs> I am from the St. Helens area. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I said, well, there's that many of them. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. I think I'm rapidly clawing up Johnny's back. I think I'm, like, pushing it. I'm just yeah. beginning to push him down now. Maybe. Yeah, no, I think you're there. You're nearly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be in one of these teabag adverts, you see. Oh, where that's you know what? Really, I really won't. Mm. <laughs> Think of the money. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. But there was that weird thing. So, so Kings of Comedy, basically, it was a Big Brother-style show. So you were yeah, all, we, you... We, lived, we lived in this house. There yeah. was, I think there was five alternatives, only only three, what you call mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Two of them pulled out, and we were never told who they were. Okay. And then, well, of we course... Could we could have guesses, though, we, we, we? We had to uh, do a challenge every day. You know, one day we had to do a, a twin-up with somebody. I did a acting thing with Janie, man and wife. Yeah, 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 I remember. I'm coming in pissed every night. yeah. 
That's not acting, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but every night she was saying, why'd you come home and talk about Noddy every night? I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, we did that. And then one day, Maxwell and I, we had to uh, swap acts. That's right. So we had to obviously put the, the codball head on. <laughs> And he had, but he had to wear my jacket. Yeah. The other size of it. Yeah, nothing. He looked as if it was on casters. <laughs> <laughs> but me and Jimmy go back many, many years because I was a guest on Jimmy's show. Were you, really? Yeah. On the Saturday show? The, 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 yeah, the there's more, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, wow, wow. Yeah, you know, I was very sort of lucky there because the people I loved, I had an understanding producer. He let me put them on. Yeah, yeah. You Who know, producer? Who was the producer? Uh, Tony Wolf. Okay, okay. And, and a Billy Dent, he was this great eccentric dancer like Max Wall. When I used to see him as a kid in Belfast, so that's why I do a bit of a funny walk. Yeah. yeah. He let me come on and do this thing. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just, you know, and of course Rory Brenner. And the marvellous thing, because then we were innovative, because Rory was from a different late university, yeah. we were very working class, and it fitted. Yeah. And when I look at the, the, some of the, the sketches, it was the money they put in these sketches to yeah. make them. Like it, you wouldn't, you, get know, it now. you wouldn't. You get wouldn't money now. This is the thing. Yeah, but it's quite. Uh, it's, you know? it, was, it was an odd thing. So I, I remember when you first came, Jimmy, particularly when you first came to a, a, a prominent role on TV. Yeah, I, when I read the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew I'd arrived. I knew I'd arrived. It was nine o'clock. It was a ten o'clock news. <laughs> and we all, you know, you did, you did the weather for three days. Great <laughs> <laughs> nonstop. This man is too good for the weather. <laughs> but it did, it did seem like it. it's that horrible thing when people say overnight success, and we yeah. all know that there's, there's no such thing. It never happens. You know, people are genuinely working for a long time. So, mm. and I know that both of you, you're both Pontins, Is that right? Yes. Yes. Both yes. Axe Blues, aren't we? Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And I, I was a pro footballer. Do you want to say that? Yes, I was always fascinated by Mick's yeah. background. Because when I got a free transfer at Port Vale, which means you're crap. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, there was me and Ray Kennedy, and Ray Kennedy went on to play for England. We left Port Vale, Ray went to Arsenal, and he got like 50 grand. Right. Uh, you know, in a nice car. Yeah. And I went to Pontins, and I got. <laughs> A blue coat, <laughs> a chalet, and a very nasty rash. Nice. <laughs> I was luckier. A waitress spilt soup on me and had a lilting Belfast accent. Right. So I fell in love and married her. So oh, that's no, a romantic yeah. moment there. Is that there. true? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll just make your son outside. Yes, sir, um, Frankie. Now, your son is, I don't want to say he's a vicar because he's not a vicar. Uh huh. <laughs> you're, you're pretty close, what, yeah. What is he? Well, he's a deacon, uh, which means he's served six years and then in a year's time yeah. he'll be ordained uh, a Roman Catholic priest. Right. I want to pay him a compliment. Genuinely, yeah, now on yeah, the podcast, yeah. because I'm not a, a religious man in any way at all. Well, I, I don't, at least I, you're I, honest. I no yeah, no, that's that. fine. Yeah. However, we were just outside just now, um, talking with Tim Vines out there, yeah. and Frankie was there. Yeah. And a gentleman came past. He was clearly in some distress. He was very, very ill. He, he looked very, very ill. And he was off like a shot. Frankie was over there like yeah, a shot. Yeah, and me and Tim were just there going, and I think he got in a cab and sorted him out and all yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. And me and Tim were, and Tim he, had his, he had his wallet away though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm glad you said that. Like, I was getting emotional then, my boy. I was so sad to say, you know, can I go? <laughs> Empty the pocket straight in the collection. Book. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he gave me twenty pounds and said, "Will you mention this on the podcast <laughs> and make me sound like I am good?" And that. I said, "Of course not." No, but I was, I was genuinely, you know, yeah. honestly, it was genuinely, genuinely a touching thing. And Tim said, yeah. "Tim said, I actually feel guilty now." I and feel then he like, wrote a joke about it, didn't he? he yes, yeah. straight with a one-liner. How many vicars does it take? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the one Tim did? I'd say he did a cracker for us. Oh, he said he's working in a restaurant here. Yeah. He's the London pastor. Nice. No, <laughs> <laughs> but there was also an amazing thing when I met Frankie. It was luckily I, I remembered last minute 
that Jimmy's son was in, in the church because I was literally going to go, what are you in? What show are you in? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 he doesn't I, seem out of place in Edinburgh, you see. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Of, you know, nuns and roller skates and things. So, plus, yeah. plus he, was, he was in the game. He was actually. He, was he, he did, so, did yeah, an yeah. comedy act uh, under Frankie Doodle. What? And your daughter is also coming, is that right? Katie, yeah, Katie. she's actually yeah. here at this oh. moment in the uh, stand number four in Excellent. the marketplace doing a double header uh, called Telltales. Yeah. Oh, so it's Katie Mulgrew. Mulgrew. Yeah. yeah, Katie Mulgrew. Is yeah. Katie Mulgrew your daughter? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I know her really well. Ah, bless. Jimmy Mulgrew was my name as a Bontons, so but she's kept a real oh, surname. I didn't know Katie yeah. Mulgrew was Jimmy Cricket's daughter. <laughs> it's official. Well, We've well, had the blood well, test. Well, 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 I remember that episode of Jeremy Kyle. Pickle can gamble, pickle can gamble. So we got Pontons. You had your rush, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. So then how did you, I know you did new faces. Yeah, I got a new fa- faces in 1976, um, and I won that one, but I didn't yeah. go any further, I didn't get anywhere in the final. Okay, but lots of people, like Les Dawson was the same, he won his heat, and then... Oh, Knox, yeah. Yeah, Knox, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and then yeah. didn't win, but I think a lot of people who were... Tom O'Connor was on the original Comedians. Right, yeah. And then he went to knock Knox after that. Yeah. Was that afterwards? Oh, he won it, he won it about six times. Times, yeah. yeah. It was like a bizarre thing to do, you know, you're on like the number yeah. one show and yeah. I'll go and do up knocks. Yeah, Franz, Franz, Huey Green used to do that, Franz, uh, yeah. for a Liverpool comedian, I want you to get those votes. I don't know, it's very hard, you go out to prayer, because I know people have been on, they can yeah, of course, stuff you in. So maybe he took a calculated gamble. Isn't that yeah. bizarre, what Huey Green used to say? Yeah. Put your name on a postcard and send in. Yeah. yeah. How bizarre is that when you look you at technology to these, yeah. these days? Yeah, of course. Because everybody's yeah. ringing in and everybody's, yeah. Yeah. But, but he was larger than life. He, he, he was up this, this Canadian. And I used to be fascinated by him because there was a bread strike once when I was a, a kid in Belfast. Right. And he came out at this Opportunity Knox, this program every week with a loaf under his arm. Yes, yes. I friends, look at this. I'm the envy of the nation. Look. And then all of a sudden he turned straight and looked straight at camera. But I sincerely hope the nation get more bread next week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But if you ever see stuff of Huey Green now, do you, yeah. know, uh, do you know who Huey Green is? Absolutely not. Right, okay. So Huey Green was the host of... Huey Green, it transpired many years later, was Paulie Yates' dad. Oh, really? Yeah. But they, um, he had a real... If you watch him now, like it, it makes me cringe a little bit because it's so over, over the top. Yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah. sincere. And he, yeah. and he to say, and I mean that most sincerely. Yeah, yeah, it but it's so like, come yeah. on, yeah. Yeah. stop it, stop it. But yeah, a real, a real, a massive character. He was one of the ones they did when they did, uh, they did Step to and Son, and they did Frankie Howard. Oh, when okay. they did those yeah. little biopics, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the third one was Huey Green. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and they were all. But the Step to and Son mm. one has since been legally. There's been a big an injunction on the Step to one. I think it was part of the family of. Or was it Wilfred's family? It was one of their family said, "Look, this isn't how it was," and they weren't. They didn't get up famously well, yeah. but they weren't no. bitter enemies. And I have enemies. read recently in the last few weeks that Alan got and Ray said to them when they went when they were researching, they told them, "No, the boys got on. It, yeah. 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 This, isn't, this is a lie." Yeah. But it's the old thing: never let the truth get in the way. Of a good story. Yeah. 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 yeah really but is. I think they deserve the family then deserve to get recovered because you've got to take in the people's feelings Absolutely. if you're going to tell Berthier's lies you know yeah yeah. I mean it's the sort of thing that like many many years down the line you could do with someone's take on it or whatever but when, when there are still people oh, yeah. who, 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 who still yeah. that, that Genghis yeah. Khan got a lot of bad press oh yeah <laughs> he did he did I think he was much maligned <laughs> Imagine yeah. if it was yeah, that. Yeah, if it just yeah. someone did a biopic very quick afterwards. Yeah, yeah. They go, no, it's not true. Oh, it's out now. It's out now. Right now. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'm going to do it all again, but this time, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs>
Cooking Gamble, Pete Cooking Gamble. So you're at the Fringe, they're doing a show together before your tour. You're, you are touring with the show. Yeah, yeah. we just started that. We did Darlington. Have you started already? Darlington. Oh, okay. Darlington was lovely, yeah. And how is that? Oh, it's great. Well, it's we, great. Just, we work well together because we're yeah. totally different. Yeah, yeah of course. That's the no, trick. Totally yeah, yeah. That's the trick. Yeah. And is, it, is there any between you who goes first or who goes second or are you mixing it up or... Jimmy likes to go on first. Yeah. 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 I, I don't mind going on second. And, so and that, it's it's not, fine, we find common ground. It's not so top of the bill. We just, no, that's yeah. it. It's, yeah. That's just, it. Yeah. 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 And is it just you two or do you have a compa? No, 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 we just do it ourselves. Just straight up the bat, you're, you're in there. wage. It does say the way, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly, it certainly does. Yeah. Um, so how long does that tour go on for? Oh, we've got into October. Yeah, we do, actually. Yeah. Good. Good. I've been at a few We're just trying it out. We're trying half a dozen. Absolutely. That, that's it, it really. Works. Yes. We'll, we'll do it again. We're tipping our toes. So I read, I don't know if it's still on your publishing material now, but I know certainly on some of the ones I saw, where it's, it's, it was something along the lines of they show these young comics. No, I, I didn't want that. No, no, probably no, no, mixed no, in. I, I don't I think that's nice. That's why I brought you Yeah. To be honest, it did make me cringe. <laughs> did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, you, you have to go with the flow. If, if, if the marketing people think yeah. that's... Uh, I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fellow that wrote that <laughs> has now got a very bad limb. <laughs> 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 I think I know who yeah. it was. <laughs> but I think he, it's meant more in the kidology. Yeah. I think. Well, I, I think certainly no, because well, a lot of the people I've met, even for the first time, yeah. and all the younger comics, yeah. Mick and I get all like house and fire, and that's why we, we straddle both camps. You well, know? well you, I mean, you've, you've produced one anyway. You know, is that, exactly. Yeah, yeah, is it, and that's, that's the, in a nutshell. But, right, there is, you know? but there is that really weird thing, and it's a very, very odd thing. And like we said about Kings of Comedy as well. They, they want us to not be friends. Like they, they want the you know the younger generation or, yes. or, the, or what you know what would be considered the alternative yeah. comedy, which yeah. doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. They want that, and then the old school of comedy, you know, yeah. for want of a better phrase, yeah. they want there to be loggerheads with it. And I don't even think, with the exception of maybe the sort of the very hardcore Ben Elton stuff early on, yeah. Yeah. I don't even think that was ever even the the issue. To no, begin you, with. Can't, you can't. I can't yeah. define much difference between acts or styles or like. Yeah. There's not apart from like like you say very early on. Yeah, and sort of deliberately alternative comedy, which is a deliberate reaction. Well, actually, say he was like, yeah. he, he didn't want, uh, he didn't like our style. style no, but so. but I don't think there was ever a thing. That was only ever a thing of being a, being a quote unquote character. I know that's what Alexi feels as well. But it, it it wasn't about saying so you can't exist anymore and so you can't work. Well, there was to- totally different venues. Absolutely, of course. Yeah, there was. yeah of course. Them days, I mean, we wouldn't work their venues, and they would never come near ours. Of there's nothing to no competition. It's, yeah. it's a non-existent. They've created a non-existent vendetta. Or they were trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah. and that came through to me with when I was chatting to Jason Manford because sometimes you need people. We met at a wedding of Alfie Joe a, while, a couple of years back, and he said the early guys, like you said, Benton, had to really, in a way, have a goddess because they were making themselves different. Yeah, that yes. was their platform, yeah. and that was fine. He says, but we're the next, and we grew up watching you, so of course it's, we don't have that animosity. It's a warmth there, and that really came through to me, you know. Yeah, but we we've had a thing with our double. Lads, loads and loads of people going saying to us are you like Liam Herring Liam Herring if you don't know who they were they were a, a sort of a 90s double act right uh, yeah. Richard Herring and Stuart Lee um, and, and they were double acts and people say to us oh you just like Liam Herring just like Liam Herring and we're like we're not we're like Cannon and Ball yeah. you know yeah, you, 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 like... you come in far too late on oh, that yes. you, they're going to say Little and large, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to pick one of them, aren't absolutely. Yeah, of course. But we spoke to Richard about it, to Richard Herring about it, yeah. where I called Richard on it and said, Were you a fan of Cannonball? He went, Oh, yeah, I love Cannonball, love Cannonball. Yeah. I went, Well, yeah. there you go. So, so we have, and they don't, they don't think we've copied them, yeah, they don't think we've copied them. But we wrote an article recently saying, We've not copied them, they've yeah. not copied, we've both copied Cannonball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who you know, and again, with, you know, Tom and yeah. Bob, I can't, I can't speak higher of. I, you know, absolutely love them. I, I yeah. really, really adore yeah. what they do. Very special. They really are. Yeah, yeah. yeah special is a good word. Uh, it's particularly for Bobby. Um, but, <laughs> but I've been working with Bobby a little bit because I, I work on not going out. I do the warm up on not going out. Oh right. So I've got right. to know Bobby a little bit. Right. Then again, not dissimilar to now, but I'm hiding it very well. Yeah. Just utterly in awe of them, like, like genuinely. Mm. So that, that's why it really raises my hackles when there is like Kings of Comedy when there's a, a deliberate attempt mm. to go right yeah. fall out. Schism, of yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be a different audience. You know, we didn't want students every show. We have yeah, like yeah, five yeah. days a week. Yeah. So I went in and I said, uh, you, "You move the goalposts here." One afternoon, let's have some pensioners. Yeah. yeah. Well, Boothby went. <gasps> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> yeah. And then we had kids one afternoon. That's right, I remember that. I remember so, that. like, yeah. I can get away with it. I just did a bit of wrestling routine. Yeah. But Maxwell was absolutely tremendous. He ripped them apart, these kids. Yeah. They Lovely. loved him. Yeah. Lovely. He has a lovely manner with him, Andrew, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he's a very good, regardless of what you think of him as a comic, he's, yeah. he's a oh, no. He's a very good talker, and he's yeah, very—he's yeah. a very accessible human. I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, he, he can find anyone on yeah. a level, which I think is what makes him a good comic, you know, Andrew Maxwell, because he does just wanders about and then <laughs> yes. sees things, sure, and then yeah, just goes sure. and talks about it. Yeah, and I've yeah. seen him do like half an hour ones, uh, and we were knocking about a fair bit together as well, but on that fringe, whenever it was, two thousand something. And um, I remember seeing him do half an hour on a kid that he'd watched. This sounds really dodgy when I say it, but <laughs> he'd watched all day at Edinburgh Swimming Baths. Yeah, right. So Maxwell uh, watched. It does, doesn't it? But Maxwell watched this one kid all day at a swimming bath. And then it spoke to some of his friends about it. He's called the bomber. I can still remember what it was. It's yeah. called the bomber, yeah. right? Because he was the one. They'd all be playing in the pool. Then suddenly there'd be a hush silence where this one kid just go up to the second board, and then he'd walk up to the third, and everyone like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then eventually, and Max yeah. just said it all as a yeah, long yeah. story, and then suddenly then he'd just jump off it and bomb in, <laughs> which you're not allowed to do, but yeah. he'd just do it, and now everyone would cheer the in the bat. Yeah. But he did half an hour, and he'd seen it that morning. Yeah. yeah, no, that is very, very clever. He is very, very good. Although he did fall out with me last night. Maxwell did. Yes, I asked him how Silverhammer was, <laughs> and it was Beatles song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you got it. You got it. <laughs> Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. So, have you performed at the Fringe before? I did a, a little thing for Jenny uh, Godley. Yeah. Okay. About three years ago. Were you in her show always? Yeah, just like yeah. it was like a little chat thing. Nice, nice. Okay. Show. So I just come up and had a little look around and. Uh, yeah, that's where I met Johnny. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, well, he's normally knocking around somewhere, yeah. isn't he, up here? Is it as a, uh, from, from the, the old club circuit, is it, do you think there's a fair comparison that it's a microcosm of that? Yeah. There was a thing of, of paying your dues around the clubs and going yeah. and doing all that. And I, I sort of, I've always looked at Edinburgh as a sort of a, almost a shortcut, even though it's not a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. almost that, that working men's club, again, yeah. that phrase, condensed and rammed into Edinburgh for, for a month. Well, when, when we started, I mean, like, you sign a contract and there'd be a year's work. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. go from like Talk of the West in Cornwall to the Talk of the East and then Batley Variety Club then. And so they were all weeks. Yeah, yeah so all weeks. Go. The Bailey Circuit. I used to see the mixed name on the Bailey Circuit. But we would usually support uh, yeah, the like, Nolans, the Dooley family, yeah, there'd yeah, be yeah. Pat Brooks or Jimmy right. Ruffin. Yeah. It would be, and we'd be the early sort of spot. You'd be the comics on the On the comics, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. supporting. Yeah, it's, I, I, I think it's a really interesting thing because I'd mm. say that you, you two particularly, because you've, you've sort of come on, gently come on to what would be considered the, the circuit now. Yeah. yeah. You, you do both gig. Sure, on the straddle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't believe it. This week, Tuesday and Wednesday, I was in Eastbourne and Hippodrome right. playing to a quite a mature yeah, yeah. audience. You're here now yeah. to quite yeah. a, you know. Yeah. So, but that's a lot of things that makes it feel yeah. the same, that 
it's all relevant, you know, and it's all we grit for us. We the same stuff, but with our older crowd, you just leave them. Yeah, you got it? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I'm trying to work out, work this sort of gag in. Uh, that, it's an, um, that one, probably I'm going to go for it and see how it goes. It's an impression of the Olympic bronze medalist, Tom Daly, nice. going into a dive. Kind of a late night drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when I did it in sport, just nothing. Nothing at all. Right. And then I, but you know the way, you love them anyway because they're doing well. I just got one. I do I, so I looked at it and said, does it have potential? And this little woman shouted, no. <laughs> <laughs> not the Simon Cowell. <laughs> hey, have you, no, here's an interesting thing. Have you noticed, now I, I think that we've certainly noticed. We've talked about this before, yeah. About audiences. Since the advent of the, I mean, I know there's always been talent shows, but since the advent of them being so enormous, like the Britain's Got Talent and X-Factor. And harsh as well. And so harsh. Yeah, that's the word. What, what I've noticed certainly is an, an increase in chatting during shows, an increase in people um, complaining after shows. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's people just literally giving it a few minutes ago, don't like this, this is rubbish. Yeah, it's also people not coming ready to have a good time it's people oh, yeah, wanting, yeah. wanting, wanting yeah. that to be pulled yeah. out of them by someone right. like, 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 like an, odd, an odd element of being judgmental I have but, to confess boys that I haven't but Katie has my daughter yeah, has yeah yeah, yeah. That's just us, then. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, maybe she's she to write some new jokes. Yeah, maybe the younger yeah. generation does feel a little bit. Maybe is it, am I maybe uh, saying that if they're a bit more mature, than, uh, they are more respectful. They may not still like it, but they're not going to show it as much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, no, actually, actually but there, there is a like you said about being Eastbourne. If it's a, if it's an older audience, yeah, then they're an audience who who have learned and. I guess it's been passed down to yeah, them. Yeah, that you shut up when the lights go out. Exactly, and, 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 and yeah. all that sort of thing. Yeah, very Whereas, much so. Very I think much there is so. An I think overall, that's it. Yeah. Well, not what it's sound like a load of mm. old men, but there is there is that element of just a lack of mm. basic human manners. I think, and, 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 and that's, that's what we want. We just want civility and courtesy, yeah. really, don't you? It happens yeah. in the cinema too, though. Exactly the same thing. People in the cinema nowadays. Oh, we've got him off on a rant now. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Here, 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 here. No, I just wondered whether or not that was a, a, a thing that did. Yeah. It's an interesting phenomenon. She did say that. We don't get many hecklers because we're too. Fast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Mick, you were so you said, but you, you don't get heckling hardly at all. Now. I don't get many hecklers. But if we do dinners, you know, I do corporate yeah, dinner, yeah, dinners yeah. and sportsmen's dinners. If you're on too late, you know, because like yeah. you basically, I'd be on say with um, Barry McGuigan. Yeah, know, he's a speaker, so he goes on straight after the dinner. You know, so it's a great time to be on. Yeah. Then they'll do raffles and auctions, and if 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 it's too late. They're gone. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You know, first being out, they've had a bag with the mates, and they come back, and then they come back in dribs and drabs, and you, you're halfway through, and they come and sit at the front, you know. Right. You know, <laughs> who told you you were funny? Yeah. You agree? Just before he told you to get a loaf of bread. Yeah. Yeah, I would have thought that an audience coming to one of your shows, the Turvia, would have been. I, I, I think maybe your your reputation will precede you. So there will be an element of I know I, I use my dad as an example. My dad would be a good example. Yeah. Where he'd be like, "Don't mess with these. <laughs> don't mess with these lot. Know what they're doing. These lot. No, don't mess with these lot. Have a, have, a, have a go at you lot. But <laughs> these lot, have you these? Definitely. You certainly would. There would yeah. be a, a real element of, of that. Yeah. Where maybe you would uh, you would overwhelm them slightly. What well. well what I would because really was as gentle squeaky clean I, I probably would do I, I would want them to be mixed probably yeah, if you're doing character comedy I have and to be honest I waved the flag there was one time last year when I actually did get a load of guys 
lad. But it's more the exception. They have kept me awake at night. Oh, really? More. really? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> with, your, with your on-stage persona, I would, I would argue again then that anybody heckling you would, it would be tantamount to bullying. Yeah. Because it's such a such a sweet character. Yeah, we, we, well, we feel like anyone... this about about our show as well. Like okay. anyone coming in and sitting there with you know a, a horrible face on them, not enjoying it. You think at least come on, we've put an effort in. Exactly. Yeah, what a sweet people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And there's no nastiness towards us. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you start right. if you start trying to shout nasty things, I think it says more yeah. about you as a person. Well, we had what, what, we had a thing that we dealt with because we had uh, we were at a very late spot last year. We've not had walkouts this year, but last year we had. Uh, we had a spate about three or four days where we'd lose two members of the audience every night. Yeah. And, and we get it, because people sometimes just buy the tickets or whatever. Yeah. And then the, it's you, boiling and they've had a drink. You pretty much know within 10 yeah, minutes yeah. of our show what you're going to get. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is. Every second. But when people would leave, we, the first time they did it, we got very angry about it. I was saying, going, oh, we were swearing at them, and then they went. And then we had a chat about it that night, going, that's totally out of character for us. Yeah, yeah. So even though we're angry, and then we had a thing, I started crying when people <laughs> So people would leave, and I'd have a real just start crying. Ah, it's all right, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> it totally, totally yeah, good. Yeah. So I was on a cruise with a magician, and he's called Crisco. Right. Very funny. Similar Tommy Cooperish, but be very funny. And he used to walk on ironing board on the stage, and you know the trick where they do it, where the lady's flat. Yeah. Well, he did it with an ironing board. Right. And I was setting it up, and he's got the mic there like that. And there was four people sat on the front row, and they stood up and they walked out the room like that. Just before they went, before I do this very dangerous trick, I've got to ask four people to leave the room. Thank you very much. I love it. I love it. I I worked to an audience once and uh, six people in the audience. Right. And and the manager came in and he said, well, don't worry, there'll be a coach along soon. Nice, nice. And the coach came along and the six of them got in the drawbar. Oh, how horrific. That's awful. Well, our show this year is set in a lighthouse for no reason. Oh, right. We set it in a lighthouse that we live in a lighthouse and Uh we built a set of a lighthouse for no reason. So now we we planned it. We've only had like one or two walkouts, but now we say people leave that the tide's in. So... You've no chance, yeah. <laughs> but that's lovely because that you've worked it out. That's yeah. beautiful, yeah, either the crown, and, and I think yeah. that you're prepared. And it's yeah. well, you wanted a two up and two down. Now you've got one down, five up. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock and gamble, Peacock and gamble. That was Mick and Jimmy there. Genuinely, uh, a one, a lovely experience with me. Yeah, very nice. I enjoyed myself as well. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. But you had no idea who they were. I did know who I'd seen a lot of Mick Miller stuff. As, we, as they left, you said that was the bloke from the Grumbleweeds. No, I didn't. That was someone else who said that. It was Laurie Lewin. Yeah. Who was in Doctor Who as well. Yeah. And he said it to Mick in the performance bar. Yeah. And, Laurie, and uh, Mick, Mick genuinely looked put out by it, but was, <laughs> was laughing along. Yeah. And then as he left, Mick went to Laurie Lewin. Thought you were great in Blur, by the way. <laughs> that was a great interview. It was nice, wasn't it? I liked it, it a lot. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit echoey, wasn't it? Sorry about that. We're in um, a different room because um, we didn't feel right about dragging them all the way over here and making them walk up 93 steps. Yeah, so we got a room down the Pleasance. Yeah. We paid for it, so don't be saying that. We're getting special favours off Simon Street in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and that's it. So we've not plugged our show? No, we've not. Our show is Peacock and Gamble. Don't even want to be on telly anyway. 9.40 at the Pleasance Dome Dome. Final straight now. be lovely to fill out the rest of the shows. Have a nice big send-off um, uh, from the Fringe to us. Probably sold out. No, don't say that. Oh. No, come along, sell it out, that'd be lovely. Yeah. Uh, we've had a really nice time and we really like to make that this final week as fun as the rest of them have been. If you don't come to it, we'll punch you in the face. Right, okay, I was trying to be sincere there, mate, but no, you, you crack on. I'm going to punch them in the face. Sincerely.
I'm sincerely going right. to punch you in the face. That was my uh, impression of Huey Green. Brilliant. Now, uh, uh, if you're young, tune back in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> little something for the granddads today. Yeah, me, me, well, maybe tell your mum and dad that Ray sometimes does like little anecd- anecdotes. Yeah, exactly, about Huey Green. That's how oh, we're... Huey Green. We're closing this podcast by referencing Huey Green. He was the one who's been in the interview with Jimmy and Mick, haven't Yeah, he, he has, yeah. yeah. All right, then. Uh, we have to do the credits ourselves. No point wrapping it up now. Oh, yeah, they didn't do them, did they? Well, it wasn't because they wouldn't do them. Yeah, they forgot because they're well, so old. No, hang on. <laughs> Let's just get this right, what happened. Yeah. Ed Gamble, who was in charge of the recording because he's too young to have a conversation with grown-ups yeah you accidentally started exporting it before we'd done the credits before we'd done the credits but to be honest they were chatting and Mick was on his feet anyway we can't really stop him holding them on any longer because they were ba 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 next thing next thing yeah next thing um, so we just grabbed a photo we got the photo so that proves that it was them yeah it was them definitely but um, we didn't uh, so here's the credits alright I'll do it I'll them. no I'll do it I'll just do it I'll see if I can remember it Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast was the ready production Hosted by children.co.uk. Come here, and there's more. Today's guests were Mick Miller and Jimmy Cricket. Oh, that's me. And they'll be touring around the country from now right through until October. So check out your local theatre for listings. Or go on their website, mick.com. They're on Twitter. Follow them on Twitter. I followed them on Twitter. I'm sure they've got a Twitter. Anyway, check them out on the theatre. The music was all by Thomas Funderay. Um, see you tomorrow. I actually thought Lee Matt was going to be the worst one of the run, but it turned out it was you. Weird. Weird.